Hello, welcome to the show. So, um, I have a confession. So, I have recorded a couple of shows, and they turned out to be a fiasco. So, I have not been on here much. I'm being really honest here. So, um, in my studio, I it's it's in my home. So, my dog. Every now and then, she gets a bug up her butt and decides she wants to start barking at something outside. And she's relentless. And so I had to cut. A, this happened a couple of times, but I had to cut my recording and try to do another one and then paste them together in my software. And I don't even know how I did it, but I lost it like permanently. And so um, this this happened a couple of times, actually. And I got very disgusted, and I just said, forget it. I'm done. Not doing no more. So I don't, I don't know. I just got an attitude problem, I guess. So um, I, I guess I'll go back, and I'll start talking about um, the, the topic that I really wanted to talk about and was trying to put out um, before my dog interfered. <laughs> You can't even make this stuff up. I write books. I can't even think to make that kind of stuff up. So anyway, uh, I went to, um, I'm not going to call it a Trump rally. It wasn't a Trump rally. Um, Trump came to town and he went to the, what is it called? The Farmers First or um, Farms to Families um farm and packing plant in Mills River, something like that. And um, so WLOS, our local news uh, for Asheville, really did not want to tell us anything. They didn't want to tell us where he was going. You know, like everything was so secretive and on the download. I thought, gosh, I mean, you know, if he went to our rally, you know, um, I mean, like it's just not a secret. And so um, – you know, then they posted that, you know, the place was going to be closed. It's not open to the public. Well, no, no kidding. You know, like the president's in town. I get that. You know, the business is closed down for the day. I mean, they can't just have people wandering around. They've only got so many Secret Service agents, you know, covering this. So, I mean, that was kind of like a no-brainer. And so WLOS uh, really gave poor coverage. There was no time put out. So I, I said to myself, gosh, I don't know um, how this is going to work. Should I go? Um, y- you know, like, there, since there's no coverage, I don't know that anybody else is going to be there. Um, so, you know, I, I, I got up that morning, and I was just kind of muttering around, and, and I really just didn't know, you know, what I was – I was so disappointed. And then next thing you know, I saw something on WLOS that said – uh, he's going to be here soon. And I said, oh, my God. And I jumped in the shower because I really just kind of moseyed around all morning. I really didn't bother to do that. I was kind of cleaning my house and all that. So I jump in the shower and I get ready to go. I don't have a Trump T-shirt on. I didn't grab my Trump hat. I didn't have any Trump gear whatsoever other than on my car I have a flag. And so when I get there... 
uh, you know, started talking to some people and no, he hasn't come yet. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. And so I ended up, I was going to go into Mills River. And so it, it turned out that, um, it turned out that Mills River was really um, packed. So they had a lot of people there. And I ended up out by the airport. So I am, I'm, I'm on the main road there on Airport Road, and I'm at the Marathon gas station. I actually just pulled over, and I thought, well, you know, I'll just um, get something to drink and, you know, figure it out from there. But it turned out there was a, there was a decent little turnout there. And I thought, well, maybe this will be easier. You know, I'll just kind of see what's going on, and then maybe I'll mosey on down the road to Mills River. And so it turns out I get there, and I ended up next to some people who I guess they had a um, family member who um, was in the Civil Air Patrol and was kind of um, on standby for, you know, whatever. And... So um, they said, oh, he's going to be here soon. Well, it turned out, pardon me, I needed a drink. So it turns out that um, he was still in Charlotte, and he was uh, speaking in Charlotte. He was, you know, coming next, and they were coming by a helicopter, and I was talking to one person in the store. They said, well, if he leaves, it'll still take an hour to get here. And I said, an hour from Charlotte? He said, well, it's about half the driving time. And I'm like, no, it's really not. You've apparently never flown an airplane before. But okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, um, but at any rate, it is what it is. So um, I ended up, you know, I was, like I said, I was next to some really cool people. And, you know, they kept checking. And, you know, um, we just... We're having a good time talking. Well, on, on, that was on my left side. Now, on my right side, there were two ladies. Gosh, that just seemed like the wrong term for these creatures that were there. But So there's two ladies, and then there was another lady that came over to talk to them um, who was using a camera. Now, Highway Patrol had put a, um, a tape up, you know, don't cross this line kind of thing. And, um, so the, the lady with the camera is actually across that and closer to the road, which they didn't want. So, um, you know, this was going on for a while and they're talking and they're very anti-Trump and just having a good old time. And so this lady, you know, she's not interviewing anybody else. She's just there to film something. And it, it was a personal setup. It, this was not professional grade you know, uh, camera or anything. And, um, so, uh, she ended up being asked by a police officer to step back, um, you know, out of the way, you know, she was over the, the yellow line towards the road and she, she kept saying, well, this is a democratic process. And I'm like, I mean, I mean, just cause you're talking to Democrats, I don't know if that qualifies as a democratic process because you haven't interviewed anybody else the whole time you were here, but, you know, it's it's whatever. 
But anyway, so, you know, she came back over the the line, and, you know, the whole thing was pleasant other than these ladies who, you know, every time people would go by, they would honk their horns, and they kept trying to hold their sign up, you know, their dump trump. Well, this other guy comes walking around, and he's selling flags, Trump flags, American flags, whatever, and he puts them on a PVC pipe, the whole bit for you, and it was like 20 bucks. And I said, you know, I saw one that I really liked, and I said, you know, I want that one right there. And um, I had seen it online, and I wanted it, and I I didn't know how to get back to it. I'd I'd lost that um, website. So um, I ended up, you know, going with him. He had to fish one out of of his van because he had uh, boxes and boxes and boxes of them. And he put it together for me. And it was a really super nice man. So I come back up, and there's a gentleman. Now, the two ladies were gone. Um, And I guess, okay, so a lady who was across the street who had a dump Trump or whatever, some anti-Trump sign. She had come over to talk to those two ladies and the photographer. And so the two ladies had gone, and and the one lady was left. And I don't recall seeing the, the photographer either. So she had gone. And, uh, you know, we went from being in the rain, and then it got really hot, um, real sunny, really hot. I uh, got a little bit of a uh, sunburn on my face. And so at any rate, so there's just this one lady with her dump Trump sign. And um, so when, you know, as people are riding by, you know, I hold my, my, my flag up in the air. Well, this thing is bigger than my house. And so it's flapping in front of her, which was perfect because, you know, when President Trump comes, I don't want him to see anything negative. And, you know, he already knows there's negativity out there, you know, but I don't want Asheville to represent like that. Our, our city is better than that. All that liberal bullshit can go somewhere else. So my flag is flying in front of hers. Well, there was a man that was, you know, probably five or six feet away from her. And he had, you know, another flag and it, his was different. And I, I heard her yelling at him and just raising hell. And I thought, you know, everybody here is peaceful. And I turn around and I look and she's like, you make me sick. You people make me sick. You're the reason why I'm going to the doctor at the end of the month. All of you Trump supporters, you make me sick. And I was like, wow. So, so you got mental health issues and it's our fault. Got it. Check. So, at any rate, um, she just went into this, you know, tirade. Well, then, you know, she she's arguing back and forth with this man, and I'm just like, what the hell is her issue? Like, just all of a sudden, you know, there's argument, you know? And I thought, okay, is she one of these paid protesters, anarchists, you know, people? I mean, she's older than I am, so that seemed a little bit weird. And so she started saying to the man, she pulled out her cell phone in a very angry, provoking fashion and started uh, doing a video 
of this man. And she said, what has Trump done for you? And in, in the three and a half years he's been in office, and of course, I turned my head around like the exorcist, and I was like, what do you mean? What has he done for us? Do you even know why he's here in Asheville? Do you know what he's doing today? You, do you know that all these crops and stuff, a lot of times they're owned by big corporations, and they, they sign these contracts. So a farmer may have food for Nabisco or, you know, name your, name your food company, right? And, you know, they, so they have certain crops, and they grow them for that company. Well, if that company doesn't use that, the farmer cannot go and sell it to somebody else. They are a lot of times um, are instructed, you know, you know, what they can do with it. Well, during COVID, they were instructed to just start throwing these crops away. And then everybody was like hinting around in the news, you know, oh, we're having a food shortage. And it's like, the hell? So Trump steps in and he pays these farmers... Oh, my gosh. I think it was like a billion dollars, and he bought the crops is, is the way I understand it. So he so he buys these crops so the American people have food instead of throwing it away, burning it, whatever, and, and not letting people have it. You got a lot of people out of work. There's people that need food. You know, um, no, we're not doing that. We're not starving American people. So he put America first, and then... Um, probably through his, um, gosh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. I think it's called the production act or something where he can, you know, command different, uh, companies to, you know, like Ford and, and Chevy and all them, you know, Hey, we need ventilators. You have the ability to do this if you, you know, so it's that, and that's how that stuff ended up happening. So I think maybe it was something like that. Um, or, or some other act. And um, I, I guess Ivanka Trump was in charge of this. So this is kind of like her baby. And so they saved American people. They made sure that we had food, that it was not going to waste, and then everybody uh, be starving. So, um, and, and, you know, really that's what happened with the um, – the, what was it, Tyson Chicken, I think there was another place, you know, where everybody started screaming, oh, we have COVID, so we're going to have a meat shortage, and we're going to have to throw everything out, and Trump stepped in and said, nope, y'all going to have to, you're going to have to stay open, you got to get back to work, hire some different people, hire people that aren't sick, you know, handle your business, but we're not doing this, because I think deep down, there's a lot of fakeness to this virus and I think Trump knows that of course he knows more than we do we don't know what goes on behind closed doors we don't know the conversations or the chess game that's going on with our own lives behind closed doors so he's really taking a beating and it's really not fair because people only know what the mainstream media tells them and that's why there's people like me and all these podcasters who are really putting out content because, you know, you can't get it. You can't get it straight from CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, blah, 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 fill in the blank. You just can't get the truth from hardly anybody. And so 
we're out here, you know, broadcasting and trying to bring truth and, and show people or give, you know, a slant or an opinion as to, you know, what's going on to kind of help people along and find their way and make sense of it all. And so anyway, I, I digress. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so, um, you know, so so we have this this program and he's here to admonish the people who are, you know, running this program, give them accolades, you know, um, encourage them, thank them, um, you know, for feeding the American people and making sure that, you know, nobody's going hungry and all that. So that's why he's in town. And this lady has the audacity to say, what has Trump done for you? And I just looked at her and I was like, Bitch, you eat because Donald Trump made sure you have food. Even though you hate him, he still makes sure you have food. How are you going to say, what has he done for you? And then try to like convince everybody there around her that Biden is the better person. Do you know how many people were there? Oh, and, and that's the other thing. So WLOS was at the airport and they had like 220 or 60 or something like that seats there at the airport. And I, I don't know if that was just like important people or first come, you know, gets to sit there. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just media people. I have no idea. But there's like 200 and something seats there. So WLOS, of course, and I don't know that all of those seats were full. But now, see, you have to understand, we didn't even know where to go. Um, everybody just, you know, knows that Trump's coming to town and WLOS doesn't say what time or anything. So it's really shoddy um, coverage from WLOS. I'm very disappointed. And you can tell they're very Democrat and just stupid. They're just stupid. And, um, and, and that's really shameful because I used to like them and just, you know, they're, they're just so not bipartisan, so it pisses me off a little bit. But anyway, so, you know, later on they reported that only, you know, 200 people, 200 or so people showed up. They didn't go down to, into Mills River where there were thousands. There was an Ingalls parking lot and all these people on the streets, there was no place to park. It was just like standing room only in Ingalls parking lot, um, all up and down the road. And then, of course, where I was, there wasn't a lot of people, but we had a pretty good um, covering. And then across the street and down the road was the Ag Center. Um, there was quite a few people up in there. And so, you know, that's the slant that they did. It was, it was just terrible. But, you know, President Trump knew, and he called them out on it. And, you know, it, during his um, press coverage, and he said, you know, that uh, – I mean, he just knew, and he called him out. I can't remember what all he said now. It's been, you know, days, almost a week. So, um, but at any rate, so he called him out. Um, but it, this lady, she is trying to talk us into liking Biden. And she's talking to the man, and I, I jumped in, and I said, oh, Biden you know, he ha his brother owns the property next to Epstein Island, and there's tunnels that traffic back and forth. 
And she said, I don't believe that. And I said, look it up. And she she said, uh, well, where where is it? Do you have proof of that? And I said, look it up. This is how people learn stuff. If you listen to the news all the time, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to know anything. You're just going to be a fool. And, you know, I was really getting hot, and I called her out. And um, so then I just turned my back, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just done. I'm not here to convince anybody. I'm here because I wanted to see Trump. And I waited for almost three hours um, to see him. And so this lady was not going to rain on my parade. She was not going to piss me off, ruin my day or anything else. And I was just determined and just hell bent. I'm here to see President Trump. And then, so I had turned my back to her. And then, you know, something just said, you know what, just, just pull that up. You, you looked at that yesterday. Pull that up, show that to her, and be done. So I did. And I, well, I pulled up the, the article on Politico. I walked over to her because she still had her camera going in a very menacing, you know, asshole kind of way. And, um, and I said, here's that article, by the way. Did you want to film this? And I held it right in front of her camera. And she said, I'll have to look at that later. And I said, yeah, it's right here, politico.com. And I said, did you want to you look at it? You know, I don't mind if you look at my phone real quick. And she was not interested at all. She was very upset and pissed off. And so then I turned around and I, I started talking to the people that were had been on my left, the happy people, the pro-Trump people that had the, you know, Civil Air Patrol in. And um, found out, you know, Trump had left uh, Charlotte. He's on the way. We're talking. We're having a good old time, and it was just, it was wonderful. I'm so thankful to have met people, you know, that were, were pro-Trump. Um, I, I was just, it, it's really nice to, you know, have people that are sane and to be able to talk to them. It, you just, wow, because Asheville is, Asheville is dumb like that. You know, this is supposedly a blue state, blue county, blue city, Although I will say North Carolina, man, Trump in 2016, he took North Carolina hard. He took North Carolina. I want to say, I hope I'm not lying here because I, 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 but I think that Trump won North Carolina by 96, 95 or 96%. And I was like, wow. You know, when the election was happening, I was like, what? (laughs) It was amazing. And, of course, he did that with, you know, every state across the board. It was just a complete red wave. It was amazing. But um, so, you know, I, I really enjoyed those people. I, I enjoyed, you know, this was my first time being able to go to an event, you know, where Trump was supposed to be at least nearby. I wasn't going to get to talk to him or shake his hand or anything. Um, you know, and I, and I would have really liked that. And the funny thing is, I really don't follow people. You know, I've never been one to want to meet anybody from Hollywood or a rock star or anything like that. I've never really gone to, I've, I went to one, um, what do you call those, a concert. I went to one concert in my life, and that's only because the the band was older, and, um, oh gosh, who was it? I don't even remember who it was now. Le- Leonard Skinnerd. And somebody had tickets. It was kind of an outdoor event and just um, a small 
wasn't horribly big or anything. And I said, okay, yeah, sure, I'll go. Sounds like a good time. Um, and, you know, and I and I did have a good time, you know, and I do like Leonard Skinner, but you know, like I just don't follow people. You know, I don't have idols. If there was any one person in this world I'd want to meet, it would be President Trump. That's about as far as I go, as far as following anybody or wanting to meet anybody, you know, shake anybody's hand or anything like that. That's as far as it goes. Like, I just, I don't care about Hollywood or the music industry like that. You know, I, I like music. I, you know, I'm not a big movie buff. You know, I, I'm not a big TV person. Um, but, you know, I mean, there's things that I, I do watch and I, but I just don't, I don't care like that. You know, some people, that's their whole life or, you know, it's just not, not my reality. But, you know, I was really super stoked about being there. I was so excited and, you know, every time people were riding by and beeping, I'd hold my flag up and it just was in this lady's way. You know, it was totally drowning out her sign. Before Trump came... She had finally left, probably like 15 or 20 minutes before he his motorcade came. So I, I think they, they had landed because we saw the Ospreys. And, um, you know, we knew something was up, but we didn't really know what was going on. So I didn't realize that he was, you know, getting off the plane and talking to people at the airport. I didn't know all that. Um, so anyway, you know, Highway Patrol, this one trooper was just speeding up and down the road. And I think that was our sign, like, hey, he's here, yay. And, um, so, so it turns out, um, I look up and there's the motorcade and I just screamed bloody murder. I got my phone out. I'm doing a Facebook live and I'm screaming bloody murder. And, um, his motorcade, um, slowed down right in front of me and the, and the people I had been talking to. And, um, he did a thumbs up. I was screaming, we love you, you know, USA, and, you know, just screaming. I don't even know. Just random stuff. Just, um, it was it was just so amazing. And I thought, gosh, you know, like, I just have a Facebook Live. I don't, it wasn't even all that great, you know, like, because I'm screaming. Well, it turns out when it was all said and done, um, the the one of the people in the group that I had been talking to, um, she got a still shot of President Trump right in front of us doing a thumbs up. And so that was awesome. She sent that to me. And of course, I put that all over the internet. <laughs> it was it was so good. And um, so later on, though, I watched his speech uh, after I got back home. I watched his speech uh, while he was at the um, family, farm, farm to family um, place um, with his daughter, Ivanka. And, um, so, you know, he, he said though, I feel the love. There are thousands of people and I really feel the love in North Carolina. And I was like, that's a calm because I was the one screaming, we love you. (laughs) So yeah, I kind of lost my mind there for a minute and, uh, or two. It was awesome, though. I, I I was just really super stoked and um, so glad that, you know, if that's the closest I can be within, within 15 to 20 feet of the president, that was good for me, I guess. You know, I'd still like to shake his hand one day and, and meet him in person and, and really just, I have, I have a question. I have one burning question, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. Um, it's a secret. But I have one question of President Trump. And um, so I hope I get to meet him one day and ask him that one question. 
So, there you have it, y'all. Um, that was Trump Comes to Town, and it was so amazing, and I hope you were there. If you weren't there, I, I'm so sorry for you. It was just so amazing, and, um, you know, I, I felt so super blessed, and I'm glad that, you know, I got that notice on my phone, you know, that they said they were waiting for Trump to come any minute. And I, so I jumped in the shower and then left. You know, I was so glad I got that because usually I don't really check my phone a lot. I really haven't been on social media as much. Um, I share stuff on there, but I don't really, like, get on there and peruse it. Um, so, you know, it was it was amazing that I found that. And, you know, I really am so glad I got to go. And I'm so glad I got to meet the people that were standing next to me. And I'm glad I got to school that lady a little bit, too, you know. It's not about being right um, as much as it is, you know, like helping people understand the truth because there's just so much lies out there in the media. And, you know, the sad thing is, is it's all so negative. And, you know, when, when I'm not on social media, I have a certain peace and happiness about me. And I, I watch a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of other people and, you know, they have a view, you know, their take on things and, you know, just really helps keep me positive. But then when I get on social media, it's all this negativity. Even if they're people trying to be positive, it's just so negative. Like we have to prove something or prove ourselves all the time. And I'm just really tired of all that, you know. So I've, I've really been stepping back from social media a lot. And, um, you know, but it... Anyway, it is what it is. So that's pretty much, you know, all I, I really wanted to talk about in this podcast. And, you know, I just wanted to tell you, I, you know, I, if you weren't there, I hope you were there in spirit. And you really missed out on such an amazing experience. So y'all bless up and you have a good day. <laughs>